cliffcentral.com. All right, we are live. It is uh, Friday morning on cliffcentral.com. We got Ben and Simpiwe and you and me and everybody else is joining us this morning. If you haven't liked and subscribed and all that stuff, do it ASAP, please. It's the one thing you have to do every week for us. Otherwise, you know what? I'm just going to keep mentioning it until it drives you crazy. Um, ben, you mentioned that you were in East London. Uh, and I have not been in East London for years. I have no desire to go there again. I don't know what's happening. In fact, I, I don't know what's happening in the Eastern Cape. Um, well, I can tell you what no happens reason to go East to London. East London. What, what, is, what is East London like these days? What's going on there? So from what I can tell, there's no aircon in the airport. They still make the Mercedes-Benz C-Class and people get really drunk and make litter by the beach on Sunday. Those are the three big takeaways for me. Sure. <laughs> so, sure. I mean, we, we Great. delve deeper, people of East London. Um, if you do have Wi-Fi, that was another thing that we struggled with. Connection, whether it be Wi-Fi or network, was very, very low. <laughs> so that's four things. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I went for... I went for a little work trip. It was like kind of like an in and out kind of thing. We were showcasing the unveiling of a school that we helped rebuild with one of our clients. And um, it was nice, actually. But it was because it was a day. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you wouldn't survive. I mean, I told you those guys that like, like you know, like, hours like, like piles on places in this country that obviously aren't that great. But it's like there's parts of it that are just an absolute toilet. Huh? And it's a shame because it, sh- it should be so beautiful. You've got this lovely river. Like we fly out of East London. Mm-hmm. So I flew in from Cape Town and then flew back to Joburg. And I just noticed beautiful from the sky. it's so incredibly beautiful, that whole section there. And then there's just, it's just the ugliness of, I think humans just make things rather ugly. Mm. A lot of them in this country. It's just, yeah, it's a shame. East London could be incredible, but where's the money coming from? Mm. Where's the, the money going? That's the thing. If you want to make anything no, not, nice, not, where's the money coming from? Where's it not going? Good. Where's the, not where the, where's the money coming from exactly? St. Peter's right. Where's the money going? Because we know that they, they're stealing the money. And at the Eastern Cape, there's more stealing than anywhere else. That's why it's such a toilet. Yeah, I know. But the like, thing is that because the stealing's done so much, there's no more money coming in because no one wants to invest in that place anymore because it's a lot of no-hoper. So it's more like, is there ever going to be money coming in? Because Mercedes have got that thing there. They're, that's local industry. But what else, like, where, where, yeah. where else do these places go? You know, like... I think where I'm getting at here. So, do you that, not want to, you don't want to buy a holiday house in East London? No, he's not doing that. Look, I think with most places that are crap, if you drive 20 minutes, you'll find something better. And apparently, East London is really great if you go north or south. And yeah, right. it's it's a beautiful coastline, beautiful part of the world. It's just a shame that it has to be not great. But it was actually, it was kind of cool being there. I walked along the seafront for a little bit. And when I say I walked along the seafront, I walked to the corner where I could see other people. Um, yeah, we stayed in this really interesting hotel. Like I said, in the twelfth floor <laughs> of a hotel in East London. Uh, what? Yeah. How ballsy of an investment do you make to make twelve floors of holiday of of hotel in East London? <laughs> outside of uh, outside of like a cricket World Cup, maybe like an under nineteen cricket World Cup coming to you. Like what happened? Like there's an ICC <laughs> there, right? What do they do in the ICC? Don't judge. I'm, right. It's more. I'm more yeah. asking actually. <laughs> You got a massive world class conferencing center with hotel rooms galore. What do they do there? Uh, How many marijuana conventions could they possibly have? Well, there's uh, King Dalindiebo who might have his marijuana convention there, but I don't know what they do with the other fifty-one weeks of the year. Well, the one, the one part of the ho- so there's the ICC in the middle, and there's like the one hotel thing with the twelfth floors, and I stayed in the twelfth. Can I just point out? Sorry. 
what a cheek to call it an ICC. It's not international. It's really not. Like no one from overseas is coming to South Africa and, oh, I've got to get straight to East London. Yeah. Let's go there. But then I can see, you know, well, we do Joburg and Cape Town and Pretoria. We'll worry about those later. Uh, we've got to get to East London. ICC. What a cheek. Yeah. ELCC. <laughs> <laughs> So there's, a, there's a convention center, and then and then the, the the hotel on the left side. As you look at it, it's like they're either repairing it or they've given up on it. But you never given up. In most places, you go renovating, right? In London, you're going hmm, might not bounce back. G- given up. <laughs> but that was cool. I had some nice time in Cape Town before that. So uh, yeah, looking to put a decent stretch in back home, and obviously be in studio on Fridays. Like I'm here. Yay. Well, Pumlani says, interesting, Ben, that that hotel you stayed in is where all the comrades and the blessers bring their slay queens and baddies. I knew that bed, so now felt, you know what I knew that bed felt itchy. <laughs> I slept on a towel. I did. Imagine UV lighting, that whole, yeah. Oh. oh, oh, oh. And, I, and I was on the 12th floor. Um, you know they're taking the, their chicks up there because it's more glamorous. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the floor they put the celebrities on. Ooh, uh, Bit of a rickety toilet seat as well. So, mm, mm, yeah. mm, mm. I'm glad you survived. <laughs> that's 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 it. Oh, I think yeah. There was also a gym. Oh, people were using. There was tra- oh. treadmills. There was oh. weights. I went to the gym twice. That was oh, quite cool. Okay. Um, someone called because it's joy in Africa says the East London ICC is where the ANC comrades were beating each other with chairs at the provincial conference. Mm. So obviously a very very upmarket place. Mm. Sounds rich. Mm. 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 Don't want that. So I put up this I put up this picture earlier and we laughed because I said it was Ben's profile picture. But uh, this is the spokesperson for the Hawks, okay? And they put not the person in the photograph, but the spokesperson for the Hawks put this photograph out on social media. So there's and a, you, want, you want to explain where this comes from? So basically, in the Kruger Park, there's a mug and bean at uh, Lower Sabi, and someone and an ex-manager has apparently stolen nine hundred thousand rand from the place. So the Hawks have, are obviously investigating. So the spokesperson oh. has used this picture as their profile picture. As you see, there's picture supplied. Not looking into the camera uh-huh. in a car. Mm. <laughs> Again, it was like I was so saying about being professional, right? Yeah. This is the spokesperson for the uh, the Hawks. Yes. Okay. Yes, this is it. Uh, do you not have a picture by I a desk it. or a picture doing hawkish things? No, no, no. It's okay, just wait, me I, in my polo. Wait, but maybe she's trying to portray that she's about to, you know, go out and catch Swoop the... on someone. Yeah, and catch the criminals. Yeah. You know, she's quick and in a hurry. She's always in the car. Let's go. Uh, this is a day in the life of, you know, Captain Dinero trying to catch criminals. <laughs> Look, I, I'm also trying to see the flip side of this, but imagine this is it. Like, imagine you just started 900,000 Rand, okay? And you go, oh, shit, they got some crack team on me. No, 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 they got this chick. And her profile picture is going to make you rest easy. You go, oh, actually, I have nothing to worry about. She can barely get out of her parking not- space. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, that's brilliant. If, if nothing else. Okay. It's just it's like anything. When you go buy a product or whatever, you don't buy something with the shittiest packaging. 
you try to get a bit of confidence. No. Like if you were to go buy a TV right now and there's like half pushed around box and it's like a horrible color, looks weather beaten, you're not going to buy that TV. If you buy a TV with a nice white box and there's great branding on it and there's type and there's like reinforced, mm -hmm. you want to buy that because it looked great to the start. Deneo, yeah. you, you can't instill a sense of pride and fear against the criminals right. when you've just taken a horrible front-facing selfie shot on your phone. Am I just drawing yeah, too much shame. into this? No, you're right. I tried, well, I, I tried giving no. her the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but yeah. Mm -mm. Especially because, I mean, like government departments already waste so much money on stuff. They, they, they could just waste some of that money on looking as professional as possible for their profile pics. So I get it. Uh, but I do think she's dressed smartly. Um, for all we know, she's hugely effective. It's but I agree, worst. like the, 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 the style of the, of the photograph is no good. Yes. Right. I mean, she 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 looks terrific. She's clean. She's decent. She's turned out well. She's wearing a nice little jacket. She's got a hawk scarf there around her neck, uh, but not a very professional photo. I would rather go with Ryan's LinkedIn photo than that, and that's saying something. Yeah. 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 In this context, yeah. Cause... Well, something to think about for all of us here. How do we portray ourselves in a picture? Hmm. But what? What have they you found? The person. To... Sure. And they found the person who stole the 900,000 Rand. Uh, no, Danielle is still working on the lighting of her selfie cam. <laughs> she's, still for, she's still trying to find uh, a way of actually looking uh, into the camera. Unbelievable. Funny, funny story. Um, all right. Sorry, so, last little story about that. When they actually first broke the story, they used the wrong picture of the um, accused. So they had to issue an apology. Yo, yo, yo. This is going down <laughs> they, they, put some, they put some innocent person out there yeah. and said, this is a crook. And then they found the real they found, <laughs> they found the real crook and they were just wearing similar shirts. So I thought, oh, that's him. <laughs> now that's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, that's, that's. There's yo. some person running around Malanga at the moment and they're just trying to dodge the police, but they've done nothing wrong. It's just that their picture is out there and everybody thinks they're the crook. <laughs> if they had a better profile picture, they wouldn't be lumped in with someone else. And imagine, like, if the family <laughs> saw that, and now they're like, "Okay, so what happened to the nine hundred thousand? I don't have it." Ah, chief, you know, like those <laughs> conversations, like, dude, like, so true. And then he's like, "I legit, I promise you, I don't have this." <laughs> and the moment that person does well at anything, they'll be like, "Yeah, so yeah, now so we see that money. Now we see that money." <laughs> if she didn't share with us. <laughs> And we didn't call. Like, we didn't call Deneo. We, we could have called Deneo and bust you. But no. Oh man, that that is your shame. Don't want to live with that. <laughs> um, I saw a rider because there's a there's a concert in Joburg this weekend. Maroon Five are around, and Keen, and a bunch of others. And um, I, I just suddenly thought about these riders. So listen to this. This is Steve Aoki. He's a DJ, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Steve Aoki, you want to know what's on his rider? Sure. Yeah. So here it is. For his single short set, somebody has to be tasked with the following. Getting him six pairs of Calvin Klein boxer briefs. Multicolored. No black and white. How much of a child are you? Six you can't pairs. get your own underwear. Exactly. Sweet. Then he wants one pair of compression socks. A size nine men's. Compression socks. Aren't those for people who have like varicose veins? Runners seem, seem to like it as well. And people I, who go I on don't... long flights, you have to wear those compression socks. 
Okay, <laughs> I'm, I don't understand. Last I checked, wasn't a writer supposed to be just a whole lot of alcohol? Like, why are yeah. we... Something we to make you feel comfortable about your performance, right? Right. But dude, so he also wants... Dress yourself. I mean, uh, one, Sure, okay. He wants one pair of hair ties, uh, which he uses to put his hair in a bun, not a headband, and there must be no metal on it. Then he wants one mint-flavored dental floss, one yoga mat, and one box of 10 Trojan bearskin magnum condoms. Who's this guy? Like, I know he's a DJ, but I don't know you. Like, who are you? Who, why are you? Wait, what? He needs those condoms, Simpiwe. What the hell? What's wrong with you? But don't you get it? You? That's the whole thing. <laughs> like, I'm don't just know like, who, I really don't, don't know. know the, is? No, so now I'm like, you have this like long list, but who are you? This is... But he wants he wants he wants condoms. He wants underwear. I, I'm just concerned about what's happening in that change room after and uh, before the show. Why does it sound like uh, because... we are buying him basic necessities? Like he can't afford just <laughs> getting by. Uh, yeah, I don't know this guy, but like he he just seems like what? Like is the writer supposed to take care of him? Like next minute he's gonna drop a list of toiletries like for the month. Well, what what's well, happening here? No. So just get your alcohol and be happy or it's, water. It's quite a weird concept. Maybe it's just an age thing. But like if you're in your 20s or whatever, this is a novelty factor, right? Because you say this and people will do this and you think, oh, this is so cool. How much of a prick have you still got to be that, I mean, that looks in his 40s, oh. probably early 50s. How much of a, like a, yep. like a just a douche are you got to be that you still want people to do this for you? Like you can afford all of those things. Jeez. And you probably got staff that can maybe run some errands for you, whatever. But no. You right. must realize how important I am by going to go buy me condoms. Like how much of a creep actually are you to think that some 22-year-old intern girl is probably going to have to go and buy you condoms? Absolutely. And I'll tell you Just what, he creep. does have a staff and he's he's got an entourage. He's probably got, I don't know, 20 people who they have to fly with him everywhere, even though he's a DJ. He's probably playing pre-mixed stuff. So he doesn't even have to, he just has to stand there and pretend he's DJing. Um, and and this guy will. He'll have 20 people with him, and he still expects the people at the other end, the concert organizers, to arrange this ridiculous rider of his. And you've got all this money. No. So, you know, like plebs, when they, like, as they go to maybe like an event. I remember Sia used to go to all these events. I mean, he would go to the opening of an envelope, yeah. obviously. But the goodie bag at the end was a cool <laughs> thing because it justified you giving your time to whatever yeah. the cause was. Yes. And goodie bags were kind of cool yes. because as you get home, you go, oh, one of those things, that's quite nice. Or, hey, I didn't think about that. Or now I have one of these. Like maybe a Stanley Cup gets thrown in. But that is right. when you are young in an industry or something and it's a cool novelty factor. Surely this guy's yeah. grown out of that. Free, free shit. Like he wants free shit. He wants you to buy him six so, pairs of underwear just when, just for him to come and do his show, his set. Like, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of put off. Like, I, I would have maybe want to watch him live one day, someday, if I ever heard a mix of his. Now I'm like, knowing this, now I'm just like, yeah, who bought you that underwear? Mm. Yeah, grown man, just can't buy yourself underwear. No, 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 no. But since you guys are talking about clubs, this happened. Yes? Go on. Oh, no, no, you go. So a couple of weeks ago, it's it's quite an old story, but I'd like to get your guys' thoughts on this about like 
clubs and if you in a club should the waitress or waiter kind of tell you beforehand how much a drink is right or whatever you ordered how much that costs so anele uh in december went out clubbing in cape town uh met a a, a group of her friends there already at the club and she kind of created a, a separate bill she asked for two champagne bottles and anele Yes, 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 yes. I saw this on yeah. YouTube. So she shares the story, like she asks for two champagne bottles and a bottle of tequila. So the waitress is like, mm-hmm. uh, is it 1982? She's like, do you want a 1982 bottle? And Nella's like, doesn't matter. It's like 2 a.m. in the morning. Like, I just want a bottle of tequila. Now it's like half past four in the uh-huh. morning. They're about to leave. She sees the bill and it's about 20,000. And she's like, when does champagne get mm-hmm. expensive? Just for her to see that the bottle of tequila was sixteen thousand. And right, right then and there, she was like, wait, why didn't the waiter tell me how much this bottle is when she suggested it? And everyone has kind of been up in arms to say, wait, like whose fault is it? Is it Anele for asking or is it the waitress for suggesting the most expensive bottle? Well, this is the thing. If you want to live the lit life, right, you've got to pay for it. So when she, when the person said you want this bottle and that bottle came and you didn't know what it was, everybody knows there's value in life, right? At 16000 Yeah, but if you're not sure, then you ask. Because mm. if, to just going on your story there, if she said, whatever, get me a bottle of tequila and the waiter who's there to make money, not to meet Anela and to hang out and listen to music, they need to sell what they're going to get the most tips from, right? Mm-hmm. So they will always, I mean, this is not her first time in a jewel, is it? She's a big celebrity. She goes to expensive places. She likes the finer things. She. This isn't like, this isn't news for her. This seems like a very odd story. Yeah. So you're saying things she should money. have asked, she should have checked. Yeah, she, she mustn't just expect well, yeah. Okay. All right. Gareth, so, I mean, if if you been went, taking a hard night. Well, if you go to a restaurant and someone brings you something that looks fancy, okay, and you have no idea what it is, might be common sense yeah. to go. I'm not sure what this is. Looks really expensive. I'm gonna ask mm-hmm. because what if this costs twenty grand? I'm not just gonna open it, guzzle it, and go. Yeah, that was fun. Give me the bill for whatever the Quavo costs. Like, it's not. That's not how life works. Okay, but like, okay, to to just. Let's let's play. I'll play devil's advocate, yes. right? In this case, she kind of already knew how much the bottles of champagne was going to be, right? Cool. Hence, why she was like two bottles of champagne, and her immediate thought was, "When does champagne get that expensive?" Right? So she, in her mind, she already knows club prices. I think she was taken aback that the bottle was that expensive. Like it's not a five thousand rand bottle at a club. Uh, sure. This is almost twenty thousand that you're spending for three bottles, yeah. and she suggested. Uh, the, the waitress suggested the bottle. It wasn't like Anela trying to say, get me the best yeah. tequila bottle out there. <clears> she was just like, I just want a bottle of tequila and just bring it. And so with that suggestion, she should have just been like, yeah, by the way, that's a, you know. But now if you think about the waitress, right? Mm-hmm. It's in Cape Town in December. Everyone's going large. You've got a, let's be honest, a high profile individual, a very sure. famous person, right? Sure. Who would want to be around the best of the best. Maybe this waiter is actually being courteous by going, you know, if you're having the best time today, this is probably the kind of bottle you need. It's like, it's almost like celebrities would go the other way around and go, oh, I wanted tequila. And then does she want me Cuevo Silver? Does she not know who I am? I'm not saying this is what Nelly said, well, but this I mean, is what, that's the this bottle. Is what it is. And, 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 and this that, is, you know, Don, it's expensive. Don Julio. Yes. Yeah, it's Don Julio 1942. So the bottle is like 
it's 40 centimeters long, so it doesn't even fit on an, a normal shelf. It's a beautiful brown craft, handcrafted bottle. It's got a wooden lid on it. Mm. This stuff is super aged. It's extra añejo. It's really good tequila. I know this because I, I know about tequila. This is expensive stuff. You're not going to get this uh, in South Africa. Remember also, you could probably buy this at the shops, and it would cost you half, maybe even less of what Anele would have paid for this in a club. At least a thing, but in a yeah. club, you're going to pay... You're going to pay a lot more, right? That's what clubs yeah. do, right? They, they clubs want to rinse you. People that only go there to fornicate and show how rich they are. There's only reason you go to a club. It's it. That is yeah. it. So you can't go. But oh, they still, they, they are still ripping her off. And this is what happens to a lot of people in these places. And you just have to cough up and pay. And I don't think she walked out and didn't pay. So I think she mm. did. You know, she did the right thing. But this bottle in the shops will cost you between five and six thousand rand, which means. They were charging her three times that. Yeah, that's normal markup. Yeah. Jesus. Why, why are you three guys three even, times. Why are you guys even putting facial expressions yeah. at this? Okay, Ben, like some of us just don't they, have they, they, 16000 to spend on a bottle. That's not the point here. The point is these people have overheads, right? It's called markup anywhere you go. If, if you don't... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like talking to the EFF. It's like, do you guys not understand economics? No. But I, I can still be shocked <laughs> no, at how I, expensive I, things are. I, I don't think. That, I don't think. Thing I don't think. Anela, hold on, guys. I mean, uh, I, I I will take some credit for having taught Anela to drink tequila. So I'm I'm a little bit guilty here for making her buy this in some long and distant way. But I'll say this: <laughs> like, I don't think she is trying to. I don't think she's trying to pass on the blame for this to anyone. She just wants to know: is it appropriate for you to ask? Or is it appropriate for the waiter to tell you? Oh, by the way, mm. this bottle that I'm suggesting to you now is, is going to cost you 16 grand. I mean, what do you do if it's a bunch of people who look like they're spending a lot of money, but they don't have a lot of money, and then you as the waiter bring them a 16,000 rand bottle or something, and then they can't pay because they don't have money on them? As a waiter, that's not a good survival strategy. Right? Yeah, I, I, I'm really not taking sides here, and I'm not trying to make anyone look silly, but you've got to realize that waiters are waiters, right? Mm -hmm. They are going to try to sell you things because that's the only way they can make money. Mm. Anele makes money through a multitude right. of things because that's what her talent base mm -hmm. is, that's what her audience base is, and her appeal. I'm not saying you must judge her on that, mm -hmm. but you've also got to appreciate sure. that a waiter in December in Cape Town, this is the one time of the year, the one time of the year they actually get to make some proper money. Because tell you right. what, no one leaves the house from May to September. And what does this person do for money? I'm not saying this person's intent was to fleece Anele because of her profile, mm -hmm. but it's December in the Cape and you're at a nightclub. I uh, think you should be slightly more vigilant of how you conduct yourself with these things. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and also, uh, can I can I just say as a general warning then, because I don't disagree with anything Ben said, but as a general warning, like there are some very very expensive bottles of alcohol. You think you're going out and you're just going to pay between X and Y for it, and then there are bottles that sell for five figures in yeah. some of these places. Yes. Don't get caught with your pants down. Yes. Yes, and yes. And this is the thing about the lit life, right? We've always said it. It's quite treacherous out there. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Treacherous as hell. You have to avoid the machoshas. You have to avoid the expensive liquor. It's you have to avoid queens. the uh, the rapists. Oh, uh, you so have to slay queens. Avoid. You have to watch out for the muggers. No, no, there's 
It's a hard job. And this is why we... It's bring, very difficult. Everyone's we, trying to scam you. And this is why we bring you the sport every week. So you know what you can do over the weekend as an alternative. You just watch the sport. And you don't get scammed. <laughs> no, one, no one ever said, there right, I was so watching the Six Nations and I got scammed in a bottle of tequila. Well, uh, this is a scam and we... We really have gone hard at TikTok this morning, so I don't mind doing uh, adding to the pile. But apparently South Korea's food ministry has had to urge people. They've issued a public service announcement to urge people not to eat green fried toothpicks after TikTok users showed videos of themselves eating deep fried green toothpicks. Toothpicks just made of wood, like normal toothpicks. Um, once deep fried, the toothpicks, which are made... In this case, from either sweet potato or cornstarch, resemble jade-colored, skinny, curly fries. But people are worried that they will use wooden toothpicks in South Korea and eat them. And of course, if you try to eat a wooden toothpick, it'll get stuck in your throat and you'll probably die. Mm, I'm not seeing a big loss here. If that's what you want to do in life, go ahead. What, have, what happens to well, common sense, guys? Like, why are you eating a toothpick? Well, why? It's because they want people to like and subscribe, I'm, and they have no way to do it. So therefore, they. Yeah. I'm, that doesn't. Yeah, I'm look thinking. Please, we should not be stopping people from doing these kinds of dumb things. These sorts of dumb things are necessary for us to clear out the gene pool every now and then. <laughs> please, let's not tell people to 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 not do dumb stuff. It's like they shouldn't put a warning on a hair dryer that you can't use it in the bath. Don't put a warning there. Let people. It's. One of the few things we can still laugh at on the show, you know, uh, someone electrocutes themselves by dropping the hairdryer into the bath, trying to use it in the shower. We should be able to laugh about that. And I think we're all extremely serious all the time in the world. And uh, you imagine being the person who sits in a meeting and goes, oh, we better warn people about the deep fried toothpicks. Because honestly, it's, uh, it's a sad state of affairs when you have to warn people about obvious things. And also... Civilization goes nowhere when you nitpick over the stupid. Do primary yeah. things, do big things, do forward things. Forget about what's happening behind you. Okay, but that hey, doesn't ben, I wanted, look uh, like yummy. Can I just, that doesn't look yummy. Like, it, it doesn't, I don't understand how we could get to like, looks like worms. It looks like worms. Yeah, it looks like, worms. Look like worms. So gross. And, and, and. Uh, also, like, be very careful about what something uh, should look like. If you're a food manufacturer, and first of all, it looks like a toothpick before you fry it, maybe not the best decision. And when it does come out and it looks like worms, again, maybe not the best decision. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. All right. So I want to ask Ben about something because um, I'm curious about whether or not he spent any time at all thinking about this. Taylor Swift has become no. football's biggest Yes, no, hang on. She has become <laughs> football's biggest marketing ploy. And now apparently Joe Biden's campaign is trying to get Tay-Tay to endorse him, which she probably will because she's voted Democrat, I think, and made it very public that she's voted Democrat every single time. She has to. She's a um, celebrity. Yes, of course. But She's dating this guy who's in one of the, I, I really don't know anything about this. Ryan's probably the best person to talk about this. But do we have to pay special attention to Tay-Tay now? Even if you're a, an American football fan, now you suddenly have to look at Taylor Swift more than you're looking at the field. Isn't this going to piss people off instead of help the game? Um, 
from my very afar kind of take on this is that a lot of people who are more sort of right-leaning are now annoyed the fact that she is now a spectacle within a game they hold dear. Um, mm. I, th- I, I think that celebrity and sport has always gone hand in hand. Um, she is a sideshow, obviously. I think if you don't support yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs, you'll probably hate her even more. Because she's dating someone yeah. from the Kansas City Chiefs, which I assume is Ryan's team. Because you know Ryan's always got about seven different pieces of sporting memorabilia or paraphernalia on him. But I've noticed the Kansas City Chiefs hat. So they'll be in the Super Bowl against, I think, the San Francisco 49ers mm-hmm. in two weeks' time. And yeah, she'll be mm-hmm. part of it. Um, great. But, you know, because, so, 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 side, as side I understand it, when she's in the stadium... When she's in the stadium sitting there, then people, the camera's all focused on her the whole time because she's dating this guy who's on the team. And All right. So it's probably annoying the football fans. And I don't think that Taylor Swift fans are suddenly going to become massive American football fans. The day Taylor Swift and this guy break up or she stops going to the matches, all of those Swifties are going to stop caring about football as well. Right? They're not. These are fickle people. Estimate her influence. I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan. But I have to say, the fact that I even know this guy, I'm not, like, I don't follow sports whatsoever. The fact that I know this guy, because she's dating Taylor Swift, her influence is massive. Like, there are more people now watching, and they've seen that, and there will be more people, even if she drops off, they'll stay around, because they enjoy it. Guys, exactly. She's a marketing campaign. So the, the, The best thing I've seen around all of this is that someone said that Taylor Swift is basically Andrew Tate for chicks. (laughs) <laughs> that's true yeah. she is toxic exactly but that right. is true <laughs> I mean and, and just treat it as such you know look it's all entertainment right yeah. it's mm. all entertainment this is totally fine Kansas City Chiefs must love the fact that this Kelsey guy is um, dating her and every time he every time he Azalea, catches the ball they look at her Azalea in the comments says she's the Yoko Ono of the NFL oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben, uh, I know you've got to get out and get going. Let us uh, catch up with you again next week. Thanks for giving us some sport earlier on, and well done, Trophy. Hold up, Trophy, one more time. Uh, He brought it in specially. We are the champions. Be the big one in March. (laughs) Five weeks to go. All right, cheers, Ben. Bye. So it is time to bring on a, a viral sensation. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. This is somebody who has been just shooting the lights out on social media in the last couple of weeks. And you may not know of her, in which case you've probably been under a rock. But we managed. uh, The producers have been sweating all week to get this person on. Oh, my God. And I'm really, I'm actually quite nervous about even talking to her because she's such a big deal on the internet right now. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> she is she's like a massive internet sensation. I mean, she is La Bam Hosanna. God, we are so lucky to have you because you blew up. I'm not even this isn't sarcastic, by the way. I'm I'm actually giving you credit. You blew up all over. Don't laugh. You blew up all over the internet last week. You were doing what every parent in January is doing. In fact, for two weeks. Ooh. You were helping cover all those school books, which is like the nightmare job of all jobs, right? It's just book after book after book. And you have these five kids and you're busy 
doing their books and it must be like your house must look like a, a stationery shop or a, a rap. So I don't know. I don't know if anybody else is as creative as you are and you've got your own ad agency. So it's not surprising to me that you came up with this brilliant idea because you come up with brilliant ideas all the time, but everybody on the internet in South Africa was suddenly sharing your stuff because you took checkers, um, those bags, and you use them as covers for the books. And everybody else said, oh, that's a brilliant idea. Why didn't I think of that? Firstly, you guys are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just been so busy. Oh, my gosh. Like, my PA has just been struggling to find time for me to do Cliff Central. But, uh, yeah, we made it. Um, hey, guys, how's it going? Gareth, honestly, like... I was just looking at how many freaking bags are just piling up. I kid you not. It wasn't even like a grand plan. I wasn't like, hmm, how am I going to do this? Cha -la 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 -la. I just looked at those bags and I was like, it's either I throw these things away or I just find a way to just like give them life again. And ironically, I had actually ordered my kids um, school covers and they were out of stock. So I ordered them online and they were out of stock. So I was like, okay, well, I still need to cover the book somehow. So yeah, it was, it just kind of fate happened in that way that I was able to do what I did and yeah, viral sensation. That's me. Be, 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 be. Brilliant. <laughs> Even featured, I'm, I'm looking at the story in uh, Bona magazine. How's this? Bro, I've, have I made it? Have, what am you I going to do with all this fame? Gareth, teach me. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know how to handle this. How does no, your it's, LinkedIn it's profile look? Interesting. <laughs> Yes, um, look, the, the LinkedIn profile has uh, re-upped. You know, the, yesterday's price is not today's price. I'm charging triple. Um, but it's it's been lots of fun, but it's been interesting as well just to see, like, people's reactions. Like, 70% of people are like, that is the stupidest idea I've ever seen. Why would you do anything that's silly? And I'm like, well, to each his own, you know. It's mainly, like, parents and teachers that are really vibing with it because it just kind of makes sense. You know, we kind of... Uh, we realized that there's nothing new under the sun. I remember growing up and we'd use like old newspapers yes. sometimes. We'd use all sorts of things to cover school books. You know, it's, it's, it is what it is. So yeah, it's, it's just been pretty fun just to um, have all this. Genius. Time. You know, Social I think it's, it's genius because that brown paper that they use for those bags is almost the same as the brown paper that they tell you to cover the books in anyway, which you oh, would yeah. have to buy. And they're supplying you with these packets. And if you can, uh, if you can fold them nicely and use a bit of sticky tape, you've done all the work and you've saved all the money. It's brilliant. It's genius stuff. So 100%. I know we, I know we're making fun of the the going viral because you've done this before with other stuff. But sure. I think it's actually genius. And screw those seventy percent of people who think it's stupid. Who the fuck do they think they are? Yeah, no, screw them. Screw them the long way. But Checkers was actually very kind as well. They naturally did hit me up and they called me and they're like, "Oh my gosh, we love your work. Can we work some more?" I was like, "Yeah, definitely." So it wasn't just like an exercise for social media. Like now we're actually in talks of doing way more cool things together, um, which ultimately the earth is going to thank us for. So right. Yes. Recycle and reuse. That's the, that's also sustainability, right? Lebang? Sure. This is going to be, before you know it, you're going to be invited to Davos next year to talk about sustainability. You watch. I'm going to be that guy. And remember last year, I told you guys that I started like composting or blah, 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 blah. So no. clearly like, you know, That's this is, it's calling me, you know, this whole energy is like, it's like clearly up my alley. It's something that I should really just be looking into more seriously. 
Um, but yeah, man, it is what it is. Like, it's just another how's, week. How's school going for all of those multitudes uh, of children in your house? Can you do you hear anything in the background? <laughs> no, because they're at school. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Woo! It's been great. It's been awesome. Nobody's bothering me during the day. I've got time to actually work. I can just like focus on what I need to do. Um, in the beginning, I was a bit lonely and like super, super quiet because I'm just not used to like nobody knocking on the door and people asking yeah. me for stuff all the time. But it's been right. really good for them. I mean, um, three out of the six are now in school. So this is great. I'm very, very excited. Um, they come home and their personalities are just like, you know, they've got friends now, they've got conversations, they want to do sleepovers and parties and blah, blah. I'm just like, oh, who are you people? But it's it's great. It's given me time to, um, you know, also just do my own thing. Like you said, the whole business thing is also like really hectic. Being an entrepreneur is quite, um, you know, it's a, it's a decision that one chooses to make during Cyril's economy. And these are the consequences, yeah. you know, you have to put your elbow in the grease every single day. So it's nice because I can do that and spend so much more time with my kids. Um, but, you know, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, I'm, I've always wanted to ask you this, and you've got enough experience and water under the bridge now to be able to answer it better than anyone I know. Um, sure. with, with kids of different ages, and all of them have different personalities, so there's no hard and fast rule here. But people always talk about the terrible twos, is that really the hardest time with a kid or is the whole life, as far as you can tell, full of its own particular difficulties? I mean, obviously, we're not going to talk about how rewarding it is and how much you love your kids because we assume that. Otherwise, you wouldn't have had five of them and we know you're not a terrible person. But like, what is the, what is the toughest age? Because I spoke to my brother last week. <laughs> he said He said his boys are now seven and ten, I think. And yeah. they, are, they are giving him headaches like you can't believe. He's like at his wit's end because they're just at that age where they, they are rebelling. They want to push their, their agenda as far as they can. They're not very respectful. So <laughs> what, can you, what can you tell us? And especially for people who are parents now who are going to go through all of these stages. I mean, you've kind of got one kid in each age group. Yeah, I do. Um, look, I would say each stage definitely has its own thing and it comes with its own hurdles. There's no stage that's better than the next. Um, everyone is like a learning experience. However, and it's interesting that you bring this up now, just speaking of the terrible twos, I was having a conversation last night on the timeline um, where some lady was like, I was listening to the radio and apparently you're supposed to teach your toddlers about vaginas and penises and not nickname, nickname them. And I was like, absolutely 100% yes. So that's what I'm currently dealing with where my two toddlers are referring to their private parts as vaginas because that's exactly what they are. And, you know, for obvious reasons, it's, you know, I don't want to teach them nicknames for their private parts. But the problem is now other people are like, oh, how could you? That's not a vagina. That's a cookie. That's a little pee, pee And I'm like, but no, it's not. And some of the schools are also struggling with this new age parenting of, you know, having to be that honest and that intentional about even the smallest things. So to answer your question, yes, every phase has its ups and downs, but I think it gets better over time because the, the, the most important part of a child's life is obviously the early childhood part. So it's like from birth right up to six, that's the most crucial. That's when a child is developing right. their personality. That is like the most important. For that, you have to be, you know, you have to be hands-on through and through. 
After that, then they kind of start making their own decisions, start doing their own thing, but they're still pissing you off because now they're just not listening to you, right? And you're repeating the same thing every single day. I mean, we just got out of the December holidays. Every single day I was shouting, every day. Get off of this. Stop that. Move away from this. Why are we eating that? You're sick. Where's the this? Don't do that to your sister. Leave your brother alone. Every single day without fail, guys. So now I'm like, I can breathe. But now they're back at school, so the problems have evolved. Why haven't you done your homework? Why didn't you eat your school lunch? So it's a lifelong thing. Making me, you're making me tired, and I'm not even dealing with this stuff. Bro, it, look, it doesn't end, but my word, the benefits are crazy. They are immense. They are intangible, you know, just to see a little human. Just, just to let oh, you know, people, people are missing you. Uh, Theron says, I missed Lebang's energy. And there are lots oh. of comments here. People are asking, when is Lebang coming back? So I said to them, listen, she's, she's running her own business now, but we will check in with you from time to time. And a lot of questions for you over the last couple of days. Have you been scammed lately? Uh, any, any new... Girls, 2024, any new, please. <laughs> new Year, new me. I am unscammable. That is what yeah. is actually happening right mm -hmm. now. I still get the SMS saying, click here for what, what. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. I know exactly <laughs> what this is. I see you trying to scam me, scam me. I'm not here. I'm not busy with a, busy with a last year thing. Guys, I'm a new person. I'm refreshed. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a creative mom entrepreneur right now. So that's the hat that I'm rocking. I can't be caught slipping, caught scammed. Nah, 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 nah. That's the old me. And that this is, is my your, yes. yeah, This yes. is your LinkedIn picture. So we were all comparing our LinkedIn pictures earlier, and yours is the most professional. Yours and Simpy Wears look the best. Thank you. This is my that's my LinkedIn, that's my Twitter, that's my Instagram. I'm the same everywhere. But is Ben still in the building? Because I actually did want to holler at him and say, Ben. Since I got to Cliff Central, what, I, what I've been trying to do is to get a photo shoot together. I've got emails as proof. I, I was like, guys, let's get a photo shoot together. Gareth needs updated pictures. Everyone's like, yeah, 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 we'll do it. Yeah, 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 we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the seventh month of yeah, 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 we'll do it, I was like, you know what? <laughs> it's my fault. It's going to happen. I can tell you this I'm now. After today's show, after Ben's roasting yeah. <laughs> to Gareth hey, about his no, LinkedIn picture, it is going to happen. I can assure you. I remember putting together proposals and having to find a picture of Gareth. Yo, I'd go to Google with instant stress because I just knew I'm not going to find jack shit. I'm just going to find some old ass things that are just not going to work. I had to Photoshop some of them. I know. I know for a fact that I have not done a photo shoot for ages, but we do a goddamn picture every day with our, our guests and shows. So there's always something new. It's always updated. I just don't think about these things. That's why, thank God, there are people who do think about them. Otherwise, it would never happen, yeah. right? Yeah, no, for sure. It's not for you to think about. It's, it's us, the people around you. It's the team that's supposed to say, okay, cool. We need this. We need this. We need that. Yeah. But uh, it's no, all good. Uh, here's comment here's a comment from carl who's obviously missed you too i bet lebang will vote anc this year she loves a good scam <laughs> you got me you got me. it's between anc and mk i'm still trying to decide which is, which is the worst which is the devil i'm rather <laughs> oh look david david says i saw lebang the legend in the disc in bluebird with her army of kids 
Keep doing your thing, Lebang. We love it. Lebang for oh, president. Oh, sure. love it. David, next, next time come say hello and maybe help me with one of the kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you don't want I'm to give the kid away? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm generally always suffering in public. I dread having to take my kids everywhere just because they're so small and they need so much, all of them at the same time. Um, I was actually thinking about traveling with them. I'm like, yeah, maybe let's do like a, a trip, you know, we'll get them on an airplane. And then like my boyfriend looked at me and he was like, sorry, you want to put these, these little people on an airplane? I was like, you know what? Road trip, road trip sounds fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, man, but it's just that time of their lives, that time of my life as well. And very soon I'll be giving birth again, which is extremely exciting. So just, I'm just like adding, you know, I'm just like adding and growing the soccer team. So I've got like, I think 10 more weeks of pregnancy. Then I think I'll be done. Then I think maybe then I'll be, you know, done with kids. Well, maybe. thank goodness, because you and Elon Musk, uh, there are only a few people are having like a lot of kids these days. So at least there are still some families that are, and for the kids who grew up in these big families, I'm always a little bit jealous of them because oh, yeah. I love my brother my brother and sister but there's something very cool about having like four or five brothers and sisters i think that that must Dude. be fun besties for life like i know i'll never be lonely i know i'll when i have at least one of them is gonna fucks with me for life at least one one is gonna <laughs> be like okay i'll change your nappies when you're 100 mom it's fine but i'll just always have someone in my corner which is like really exciting and for them they'll always just have each other which is something That's i see every day they are literally growing up together raising each other getting bottles for each other, getting nappies for each other. I don't even know what my job is anymore. I'm like, do you guys even need me? Hello? Hey, listen, um, your, your, your girls look just like you. Just oh, like yes. you. <laughs> yeah, no. They yeah. are my um, my little my little twins, my little everythings, actually. And I'm actually having another girl. So it'll be four girls oh. Um, oh. in April. Right? Oh. How lucky am I? Just a bunch Ooh. of people running around. Sure. All right, listen, good to catch up with you and well done on uh, going viral yet again. If you really want to know what uh, cool shit can be done with ordinary household items, <laughs> make sure you, you follow and pay attention to our Lebang Hosanna. You can find her on all the socials. Here's her handle on, uh, on the, the X and the Insta. And we will catch up with you again soon, Lebang. I'll see you guys soon. Take care of yourselves. Uh, I love you guys always. And yeah. See you guys very soon when I will be non-pregnant. Yes. <laughs> very good. Be good. We'll be Cheers. watching. <laughs> Jeez. Talk about having your hands full, hey? And she still finds time to be creative. Yeah. Genius. Love it for her. All right. Uh, can someone please buy Lebang a TV? Stop having kids. It's enough. Lebang is thirsty-ish, says Carl. <laughs> All right. Don't be judging. That's nice. Um, we will see you on Monday, everybody. Have yes. an excellent weekend. Thanks, Simpiwe. Check you out ASAP. And uh, be good, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye.